Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Vendor-born, award-winning TV personality. Her name is Vele Manenje, and uh, she joins us on the line. Hey, Vele. Oh, we've lost her. We're going to get her on the line shortly. And uh, she really is no stranger to our TV screens. And she does her work with such, such passion. You can see it. We're going to be chatting to Vere Manenje, award-winning TV personality. If you have a question for her, please send it through right now. I'll ask on your behalf. The transport sector, an integral part in the development of our communities. It must be viable. We are awarding tenders up to a value of about 21 billion to keep this country going, to respond to the president's call for us to release projects and get our country busy. And that is what we're busy with. Horizon 2030 is a clear guide of where we need to get to. We've got a clear plan in the 2030 roads plan with projects that must be implemented. Sunrail has no uh, shortage of pipeline. And we have pursued relevance. We do a lot of community projects and we have pursued responsiveness in responding to the problems of the day. That's the Sunrail we're leaving behind. The transport sector, an integral part in the development of our communities. It must be viable. It's Radio 2000, 97.2 to 100 FM Nationwide. She's on the line. Hey, Vele. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And how are you? I'm fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) That's the energy I was expecting from you. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, I definitely expect this energy from you. Thank you so much for giving us your valuable time today. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> so I was Googling you, uh, preparing for right. this interview. And one of the frequently oh, asked questions is, are you yes. a princess? Like, do you belong to the vendor royal family? Yes. Hey! So in the vendor culture, <laughs> um, I come from the bloodline of the Manenges and they are of royalty. Um, so yes. I am. That's why I go by the name of Mukororo. Mukororo means queen, princess, or oh any one of the royalty. Goodness. So tell me yes. a day in the life of a princess. So do you wake up with roses sprinkled all over the bedroom? And do they wake uh, you up with like, you know, claps like congratulations, you've woke you woke <laughs> up today. What does a day the in the life? <laughs> What does a day in the life of a princess look like? No, look, it's quite ordinary because it's not like the the, the royal house of England. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's not that. <laughs> it's, 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 it's quite tribal because we're traditional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so because we are black, we are very African. Yeah. It's, it's traditional stuff. Um, it's more of you being the respectful one. Mm. You have to wake up, grow, greet your father. Um, lay on the side and, and and you know what I mean. So I it's see. not so much of the English royalty and uh, the princess and everyone should bow down. Um, what is nice is the behavior that you do get from people. Um, they do give you a certain level of respect. Yeah. Um, you know things like they don't look you in the eyes. Mm. Um, they look down when they speak to you. So those are the things that I might say stand out as of being a royalty but otherwise it's nothing too fancy it's a normal day and then you choose acting so you tell your dad that listen father um i want to be a a, a tv personality i want to be an actress what does your dad say 
So, luckily, um, see, what had happened with my family is that my mother and father moved to, to Joburg, mm. um, early ages, um, when they were still young and trying to find their family. So they decided, look, let's go to Joburg, let's go start our lives together. And yeah. that at least made them modern parents, mm. you know. So by the time um, I, I, they realized that I've got such talent, because from Sunday school to primary school, I was always lead in everything that happens, you know. So yeah. if we have a drama class, if we have a, a, a play at the school, then I'm going to be lead. Like, I remember... My, my one performance that stood out for my parents was when I was at Bradley Primary School. Yeah. This is in the north uh, suburbs of Kilburn. Yes. And we did uh, the book of, um, the jungle book. So I was playing Baloo. And <laughs> when it came to us singing, look for the bare necessities, <laughs> I really was Baloo. And I embodied Baloo so well. I danced my heart out. And, and, you know, I was in class after that I got a standing ovation. Oh, my wow. principal was like, you need to take it up with this child. You need to take her further. You need to make sure that she becomes an actress because she's got it in her. So already I think they saw it brewing. They saw it uh, being carved within a young age. There's no denying the passion that you have for your craft. <laughs> um, you see Thank it. You. You, you feel it, even though it's in <laughs> front of our TV screens. And one thing that you do yeah. have is range you know so oh, how do you yes. how do you get into character and do you pick and choose the characters that come your way um are you like the the person that says okay i need to connect with my character and, and only then will i do this part or will i play this role look i am um, i'm unfortunate i don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate but i haven't gotten to that level where i can pick and choose mm. that this is the role that i want to play yeah. i did an offer for a costume um, because somebody thought it probably would be suitable for me. Sometimes there's competition for that offer. Mm -hmm. And you get there and they will choose the best person that embodies the character. Yeah. Um, to answer your, your question in terms of how do I get into character and how do I connect to characters, um, it, it, if I'm going to choose to go audition for, for a role, it's got to be a role that I feel like I really can see in reality mm. or I've seen it somewhere or I know a person like that, or there's somebody mm. I can reference. Mm. Then I know that I have something to base on. I know that I have something that my mind will take me back to. So then I can reference that. And once I've gotten the role, um, how I reference is I will find the exact person that I'm looking for mm. that will be my reference. Um, I remember I did a thing that was uh, Mamello, yes. um, a, a drama series called Mamello for SABC2. And I was playing Mrs. Bat. Mrs. Bat was a wannabe principal. Um, this was against, so this was um, alongside Tolu Mashaba. Mm. So she was the actual principal, but the secretary, the school secretary was Miss Bat, and she thought she was the principal. She was a Susutu lady. Yeah. I really honestly, in my head, figured out that she was Mam Lillian Dube. <laughs> and I watched everything that Mam Lillian Dube had done, and I spoke, like, everything that I could reference, I referenced it back to her. Oh, Only wow. you add your own elements of course. and you become your own person. With Shandukani on Ring of Lies, I referenced my own aunt. I oh. have an aunt. <laughs> 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 so it's a it's, it's, it's matter of creating real characters that you know that are there so that people can connect to that character. If you want to create an out-of-the-world uh, character, then people won't really yes. be able to connect to it. Yes. Now, yeah. what so gives you... That's how I prepare. What gives you the edge, uh, Vele, is the fact that you are multi 
bilingual. How many languages can you actually speak? I am down to nine official languages nine. to be able to speak, to write, uh, yeah, to speak, to write and read. Um, nine official South African languages. The languages that I would say that I, I'm actually even embarrassed that I don't know how to speak these languages, but I recently went to Swaziland, and that's when I got the, the thing that I probably should learn. It's Swati now, and it's in the other So it's our, it, it's our Nguni languages, but yeah. the ones that are quite further from us, you know. I, yeah. I've never had someone around me that is Ndebele speaking, someone that is uh, Swati speaking. So it's those kind of languages that I haven't learned yet. But otherwise, I've closed the register, Mama, Kaput, Dan, Inito. Yo, no, girl. We must, yeah. we must schedule <laughs> something on the side and you need to teach me, uh, you know, at least five. <laughs> you need to teach me at least I five. Do. So where do you get you the know, time to learn the language? The languages is it because you've spent so much time in Johannesburg uh, and you've mingled with people from yes. different cultures? How did you pick the languages up? So you know the the saying that kids actually have great brains. Yeah. Um, that's why you must teach children things when they are young because their minds will hold on to whatever it is that you teach them when they're young. That's why you must teach them etiquette, respect, and whatever, and even education while they're still young because they grow up with it. I realized that because I went to a government primary school, mm. there was a Sotho-speaking child next to me, a Zulu behind me, mm. a Tonga in front of me, and because we're kids, we all communicate in yeah. our different languages. Yeah. So now by the time I got to high school, I realized, oh my gosh, I know these languages. <laughs> and the only way I was able to speak these languages was because generally I have an interest for people. Mm. I, I'm a people's person yeah. and I give myself time to speak with people. And what I've noticed is that once you know how to greet someone in their language, yes. you, you break down barriers, True. You, you break down walls. And because I saw that, I was like, wow, I connect differently with people the moment I speak their language. Mm. And that's something that gives me the edge to want to keep going mm. on. So mm. it's like I want to conquer each language like that because the satisfaction of seeing someone smile at seeing me speak fluently with them and communicate, that for me gives me so much joy. Yeah. Now, we really are enjoying your role on Deep City as Osmomo. <laughs> and she's been yes. through it all. Hey, no, has hi shem no hi 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 what what more can we expect from her <laughs> what can we expect from her when you say we've seen it all i look we have not seen anything yet uh Momo is one of those people saying their life she's a good person yeah she's a great person yeah, she is. she's got a good heart mm. uh, but uh, she's got a troublesome husband she's got a troublesome life you know, so trouble will always follow her. Mm. Um, unfortunately, she can't have the peace that she's striving for. So um, I know that everyone is quite anxious about the baby story yes. in terms of when is the yes. secret coming out. Yes. That's something that we need to look out for oh. <laughs> because something is going to happen, something is going to get. Girl! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we're getting closer to, to unraveling the truth about that. Um, and yeah, it's something that people should really actually stay tuned for. Um, otherwise, I think that what I can tell you, uh, for than what I can say for people to expect is the fact that, you know, she's been such a good person to everyone. Mm. And I think she's, she's actually twisting. If you check her, she's losing patience with people. She's becoming more and more tougher. She's becoming hard. She's becoming, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Life circumstances 
are really actually building a machine out of her. Mm. So, <laughs> and we can learn a thing or two from her life, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that last thing? I heard. something away. <laughs> no. <laughs> very... <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. Now, um, awards. You've been nominated and yep. you've been awarded. You know, do awards yes. means mean anything to you? Do you really like take them seriously? Because there are people that are like, oh, awards are just awards. But uh, when you yes. get that nomination, when you get that nod, and someone says, "Hey, we see you yes. and we appreciate you," does that mean something to you? Yeah. Um, I, on my on my behalf, I think yes, it means something to me. Um, I put so much time, so much energy, so much love in my craft mm. that any acknowledgement, <laughs> any acknowledgement for my work mm. is so rewarding. It yeah. says that people relate to the characters yeah. and the work that I do. It says that they feel my work, they feel my passion. Then that for me says that her message delivered. We've understood the assignment and people get it and they acknowledge it. That's what it means to me. So um, it's not necessarily that I have to win. I, I, I've taught myself that it's not about the win because you won already from the nomination. Yeah. So And it's not to say that um, people that don't get nominated or, 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 or that don't win awards, maybe they have not mm, been recognized mm, or whatever. Mm, I'm speaking mm. on behalf of myself yeah. that, yes, it goes a long way. Also, it does add to your pay. Mm. <laughs> yes, girl. So, <laughs> it, it does add to your rating, your pay. So there are important these things in terms of the industry, the kind of industry that we do. If you are an award-winning actress, you get you get paid rate. more. That's true. Now you exactly. took a year. You took a year sabbatical, Valley. Uh, do you mind yeah. sharing with us why? So you know, it's it's funny how I feel like the industry just assumed that I took a year sabbatical, mm. and <laughs> it's not that. So all right, the moment I I, I stopped with OPW, yeah. then we had COVID immediately after that. Yes. So immediately when my when my season was that. Then we had COVID. So it was an involuntary thing for me to, to take a year sabbatical because um, COVID was there and that's when the country was shook, the world was shook. Everyone was just afraid of what's going to happen and there wasn't so much work. The only people that were working were really people from soapies and ongoing shows. Mm. But otherwise, um, there weren't briefs that were going out because COVID regulations were so strict. Yeah. There wasn't anything happening. We weren't getting new shows. It was just quiet. So it wasn't necessarily that oh, I took okay. a year sabbatical on purpose. It was just that um, that was the beginning of COVID. And, uh, well, luckily throughout, because I write and translate, mm. I was still able to have an income and nice. do the things that I need to do. But otherwise, um, it wasn't my choice. It wasn't something that I would say that I, I will never take a break from my from my passion. Yeah. Let's talk about lockdown. The, those moments of um, quietness, those moments of, you know, days that uh, not much is yeah. happening. Um, how were you sure. keeping yourself, you know, saying you mentioned the fact that you were translating. Um, you know, as a music, yes. as a music radio broadcaster, uh, what type mm -hmm. of music were you listening to? What were you reading? Um, what were oh. you doing to keep you inspired? Look, I found myself. So I, I, I am a very 
hands-on person. I, I use my hands a lot. Mm. And I love cooking. But you must trust the bye-bye. So I love cooking and, and I love making candles. I love making things oh, with wow, my hands. Wow. So I started actually um, just going back to the things that I like to do with my hands. Yeah. And it started off with the cooking because we were eating, you guys. Um, so it started off with the cooking. I would have like a menu from breakfast, lunch, oh, supper. I, I started doing recipe books, going into them and trying new stuff out. I went back to, to making earrings. Um, you know, things that I can oh, craft with my hands. Wonderful. And I went back to reading. But what I was reading, I actually found myself reading um, old textbooks from school. What? Um, and this is stuff that would help me within my acting because I needed to read stuff that would help craft. Like, I remember um, reading the drama philosophies, you know? And um, who's that? Uh, it's Stanislavski. I remember mm. one day I just... I just started having an interest in Stanislavski again. Mm. And it revived so much because all I wanted to do was just, um, while I'm not working, while I'm not on screen, but mm. I'm carving, yeah. I'm still doing something. I'm still chipping at the, at the passion. I'm yeah. still, you know, practicing in, in a way. So during that time, I started reading Stanislavski again, and I realized, oh, my God, this is exactly what I had forgotten maybe for mm. some years, mm. you know. So all of those things, yeah, I, I, those are things that I just did to keep myself sane. And even just um, listening to music, you mentioned music. Yes. Music, oh, um, music is a big part of my life. Yeah. So I, I, because I'm such a feeler, I feel everything. And I'm, I'm, I'm so exaggerated. <laughs> I promise you, I'm so exaggerated because nothing is, is too small for me, you know? Yeah. Um, when we're happy, we're really happy. And when we're sad, we're really sad. So music happens to just evoke some feeling oh. in me, you know? Oh. When I listen to music, it feels like another part of drama. It yes. just feels like it's a story. And then it just, yeah, it just messes with my emotions. Favorite so artist, Bella? Favorite artist. Like, favorite. I'm, oh, my goodness. There's so many. Are we talking South Africa? Or, it doesn't or matter. The one, the one that comes to mind immediately right now. Go. Okay. Uh, right now, Mane. Oh. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, she's yes. nice. Oh, that's yes. nice. Oh, that's she's good. Got, <laughs> she does. I don't know how she does it. She sounds like an angel. Oh, and she then I'll does. go for Brandy as well because they have the same element. Love Brandy. Love Brandy. Yes. You know, you've got good taste in music. And uh, thank you, darling. To wrap <laughs> off the interview, projects that you're working on, where can we follow you on social media? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, projects that we're working on. I will tell you that I've got a a, a part in a Netflix. I can't speak nice. of the name yet. Yes. Yebo. Yes. Yo. Yebo. <laughs> oh, that's so I've nice. I've got a part in a Netflix. Um, I get to play a good sangoma oh. um, alongside a bad sangoma. And, yeah, it's a beautiful story. That sounds I just can't mention the name yet okay. because we are not allowed. Okay. And we just recently shot. Yeah. So we've got one Netflix coming up. And I recently joined the cast of uh, Black Text. Yes. Um, my episodes will be airing soon. So, yeah, and then more of the City. 
and another project that I can't mention yet, but Please things are, are really just, yeah, there's a lot to expect from me, and I've got a lot in this bag that I need to offer you guys. Oh, that's so good. You know, busy is good, especially yes. during these times. Busy is so, so good. Social media, Ndombazani, yes. where can we follow you? Social media is at Vere underscore Manange mm-hmm. um, on everything, Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. Wonderful. You did not disappoint. Yeah, I was expecting <laughs> exactly what I got. Thank you so much Very for being such a ray of yes. sunshine. You are incredible. You are inspirational. You are excellent. <laughs> I Radio 2000 Podcast. Mm-hmm.